everybody, it's Gibbs. Uh, so Holland gave me a piece of paper with a joke on it that he wanted me to tell everybody. Um, so here it is. <clears throat> Why was Cinderella bad at soccer? Because she kept running away from the ball and her coach was a pumpkin. That doesn't even make any sense. She's bad at soccer because I didn't put that into her programming. Holland, your joke doesn't make any sense. She's a robot. She doesn't play soccer. Last time, you all kind of, I don't know why I'm saying kind of, you did come back to the guild hall. You all did some sleeps. Ghibli learned a lot about the universe and about someone named Ariana and some orbs. Ariana has a lot of trust in Gibbs for what? Yeah. Holland didn't dream. Dreamless baby. Uh, and Vayu saw horrible nightmare fuel and then woke up. Happens. And then you guys went through the rest of the night and then you woke up and people were there to see you. You all had visitors. I know I said last time that you went to breakfast, but I forgot something very important. Before you go to breakfast, I need all of you to roll me a perception check. 18. 19. 16. Okay. All of you notice something very interesting. Vayu Jr.'s cage is empty. I hate this. No! There were two Vayu Juniors and now there's none. Um, Vayu doesn't say anything about it, but they're really sad about it. Okay. But they're like, it's okay, he's done this before, he'll come back. Holland's got other things on his mind right now. Oh, who would have guessed? Yeah, I don't think anyone cares about Vayu Jr. right now, which is probably going to be a mistake later on, maybe in this episode. But right now. You all have noticed that Vayu Jr. is gone, and based on your previous confessions, none of you care. So, breakfast I care. Time. <laughs> it's just low on the priority list right now. <laughs> you all head to breakfast in the cafeteria. It's a normal, good breakfast. After that, you basically are told that your families or the people who are visiting with you are planning on kind of spending the day with you before they go to their inn. So I'm going to give the reins over to each of you, and I want to know what you're doing with your people. Like, what are your plans with your family as they're visiting? Surprise visit. Who wants to start? I think Holland is going to take Fleur and Quinn to the Parkity Park. To the Parkity Park. Ooh, okay. Sounds good. You three head down to the park. 
Quinn does not let go of you at any point. She is basically just holding onto your hand or being held by you. Quinn is just basically latching onto you and just holding onto her favorite uncle as you, as far as you know, as you head to the park. Um, so we're doing like the one, two, three lift and we like, we're like swinging uh, her in between us and we're doing that cute thing. And sometimes uh, Quinn will like jump up onto like ledges above Holland and then she'll jump in and Holland will catch her and like spin around and hug her. And like, mm-hmm. they'll play like that. Um, and they're just like playing around and having a fun time. And in the, while like they're distracting Quinn and doing that, he and Fleur are also trying to have, you know, side Adult. conversations. Yeah. yeah, of course. At one point you get to like a big playground area where there's a lot of different things like a slide, a jungle gym, that sort of thing. And Quinn runs off to play. So you and Floor have some time to talk while watching over Quinn. I've been, uh, I think this entire time, I've been catching Fleur up on, like, most of everything. I don't think there's anything, like, he would leave out, really. So he's been catching her up on mostly everything. Um, and at one point, he, like, stops and, like, thinks. He's like, how is Ragan right now? Uh, well, it's, to be honest, it's kind of rough there right now. What with you all breaking out of prison and then veronica's disappearance and then everything else that's been happening it's it's been kind of tense and then there was something with like a fight going on and uh, it's been weird how is uh have you seen veronica's mother how has she been she's been sad but i haven't really talked with her much it's, it it feels a little weird because I feel like so much has happened in such a little time, and it almost seems normal back there. No, it, it's not normal. Uh, the town feels different. It feels tense. It feels... <sighs> There's a lot of pressure going on right now, and I'm not really sure what's going on. And Genevieve and Aster are doing their best to keep things calm, but it's not... I don't know how long it's going to last for. Uh, it's a funny thought, thinking of them trying to keep people calm. Yeah, it is. But, I mean, they were there when Quinn was born, and that was a whole mess, so... I'm surprised you're not asking about the whole charm thing. I was gonna work towards that slowly. I didn't want to, like, come out and just interrogate you. Wouldn't be the first time I've been interrogated, but that's But fair. I don't want that to be, like, my relationship, you know? Like, we have a, we have a good understanding, and, you know... Mm-hmm. We don't have to ruin that with me freaking out about things. Like why you never told me you could do magic and things. Well, because I've been keeping it a secret for a long time. But please, ask any questions you have, I'll answer them. No, what kind, I don't know, what kind of magic is it? Like, it's not like mine, is it? No, yours is divine. You rely on a god. My magic is arcane, but I'm not a wizard, I'm not a sorcerer, I'm not any of those things i'm i'm a witch that's interesting what does that mean well it relies a lot on the land and nature kind of like a druid but not exactly druids rely on elements and animals and trees we rely on concoctions potions hex bags the bag that you saw that you have currently is a charm so like Less technology version of Gibbs. Technically, yes. 
Uh, an artificer is a more mechanical version of a witch, I would guess. Does Does Luca know about this? Yes. And Quinn? Quinn doesn't know yet, but I figure I'm going to have to tell her when her powers awaken. That was my next question. Is she also going to be one? Based on what happened when she was younger, yes. A very powerful one. So that's the big mess you were referring to with Genevieve and Aster. Yes. So they know as well. I was the only one you didn't tell? I mean, I, I know I know you the least amount of time, but still, it's kind of messed up. Holland, you have to understand that there there were so many other things we were balancing. I, I, I'm in control of my powers. I know how to use them, but... I'll be frank, you weren't in a place to hear about all of this. Uh, yeah, that's, that's true. When, when we first met you, you were, you were upset, you were withdrawn. It's taken three years for you to even get where you are now. Yeah, um, I understand. Um, I'm sorry. It's not that we wanted to keep it away from you, it's that adding more pressure to you when you already have so much going on didn't feel right. Uh, that brings me to my next thing that we should talk about. So last night, before you guys came here, we had a very interesting encounter where at the end of it, some person, creature, thing, I don't know what to call it, them, said the sanctuary was calling for me. Floor freezes when you say that. And it's not like she's tense. It's more like she's worried so i don't know what i'm going to do about that or what that means for me or my friends i thought the sanctuary was all done taken care of yeah so did i but apparently it's not and it's still around and there's something else going on with it because there was like zombies and ghosts that was coming after me from them and that's not what it was before and this it's something completely different now and now i i couldn't fight it before and i'm not gonna fight it again um uh, yeah. Breathe. I don't want to. It's okay, we're here now. And soon you won't have to worry about this. You can come home. The trial's supposed to be next week. They're supposed to clear you of all charges from what we've heard. There's so much going on that I can never keep straight in my head. Trial and uh, Malachi and Venny and... What? The sanctuary. Venny, the snake person that we found out in the... the remember that one? Oh, yes, yes, you explained that. Sorry. I, it's a lot. This a lot has happened the past few weeks. But once it's all over, you can come home. You don't have to worry about anything else. You can come home and be an uncle again. I hope it can be that simple. I mean, it's only a week. Oh, well, we know what could happen in a week. A lot. I mean, it's been two weeks since you left, so there's that. She takes a breath for a moment, and she looks at you and says, Holland, I need to tell you something. I don't like where this is going already, but okay. You remember that location charm I gave you? Yes. I told you I could only have one that works at a time, and that it would tell me where you are. Okay. Luca had it before you. Did you- His charm stopped working three months ago. Wait, so you knew where Luca was? Not exactly, but I knew he was okay. Where was it before? Far, far to the southeast, and then it stopped. I don't think he's coming home. Holland doesn't say anything to that. He just starts watching Quinn. Okay. We are going to cut over to one of the other two. Who would like to go? Gibbs can go. Okay, Ghibli. Miss Ethel came all this way with two wagonfuls of books. What's your plan? Gibbs is 
gonna see if there are any books about space and like planets and stars and rocket ships and things. Are you looking for anything specifically? Like, I know you're saying space generally. Are you looking for something more specific? I mean, nothing too specific. I guess, I don't know, life in space, you know? Okay. Aliens. Give me just a second because I need to pull something up. I need you to roll me a gay d20. 17. Okay. With a 17, you actually find that Miss Ethel has brought you a whole selection of space books. She remembers how much you love space and how much your father used to talk about it and everything in the stars. There's a little picture book of Star, Sun, and Moon's Journey, which you know very closely. There is more detailed books about constellations, theories about planets and things. There's a lot of books there, but there's one that catches your attention more than the others. And that is? You couldn't let me pause for dramatic effect. You just had to interrupt. The book is called The Rise of Nova Luxor. And the reason that this book is so interesting is because when you look at the back and read over what's there, there's a word which you've heard recently. The word nanomorph. So, uh, that uh, is that what the copycat is? Yep. That's what the orb is called, at least. And that's what brought Cinderella to life? That is the core power source of Cinderella, yes. Okay. Gibbs will read it. (laughs) Okay. Roll me... An intelligence check. 19. 19. Okay. You read through this book over the course of two hours, probably. Much quicker than most other people would. It's a pretty thick fiction book. And it talks about a ship known as the Nova Luxor, which is a very large spaceship commanded by a powerful captain who go around the world, go around the galaxy doing good deeds. And they run into a creature named Alger, who is using nanomorphs to replace people. And the book continues. Alger, you never really, the book never really goes into what Alger is, at least in the beginning. And as you get further and further in, It becomes clear that Alger isn't a living creature. He is a robot of some sort. He has his own mind. And that these nanomorphs are an extension of his mind. And then it shows you a term you've never heard before. It calls Alger an artificial intelligence. The book continues, and through the power of friendship, determination... And a whole lot of explosions, Alger not only is defeated, but also joins the ship and becomes a part of the Novaloxor. And the book ends with the captain and crew of the ship going off on an adventure with Alger. Aww. I love how sci-fi this whole story is getting. So yeah, Gibbs... Read, reads the book, but as they get to the last page, they kind of don't move. They're just doing this thing where, like, they they stare at a page for a while, like, 
zoning out, which is like pretty uncharacteristic of them. But yeah, is Miss Ethel, she's in the room, right? What what is the room? <laughs> you're in your I would assume you're in the dorm room because that's okay. where the wagons were left. Yeah. So yeah, Gibbs is just sitting on their bed surrounded by books. Mm-hmm. Staring at this one page. Miss Ethel has found a rocking chair somewhere, and now there's a rocking chair in your room. <laughs> Bayou Junior turned into a rocking chair. Yes, Bayou Junior is now a rocking chair. Um, congrats. That's the new anamorph. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Anyways, I have a question for you, Gibbs. Yes. Do you want to see who the author is? Well, yeah. Okay. The name of the author... I'm having to come up with one because I forgot to write it down. Uh, Daisy. Okay, wait, hold on, Romanoff. hold on. Here's what we're gonna do. It's Daisy Ridley. Daisy hold Ridley. On. Here's what we're gonna do. Sam, give me one name. Daisy. Do you want to stick I with guess. Daisy? Okay, yeah. Daisy. Kyle, give me one name. Bartholomew. <laughs> Ollie, give me one name. Arlo. Arlo. It's D B Arlo. That's actually pretty good. That yeah, that's actually not bad. I'm proud of us, y'all. Okay, and that is the author's name. Daisy Bartholomew Arlo. So you're sitting there quietly. Miss Ethel is just kind of reading a book and rocking back and forth in her rocking chair. So what would you like to do? Hey, Miss Ethel. Yes, Ghibli? Have you heard anything about the Narrow Seas mission? In what capacity? Any capacity that I wouldn't know already. Oh. Well... I I don't know if you paid attention to last year's announcements or not, but last year during the Unity Festival, they said everything was going according to plan, and that they were still traveling the narrow seas, but this year we should be getting another update. During the festival? Yes, as per every year. Was I supposed to know that? No. Okay. My My assumption is that you all probably would have heard the stuff through the grapevine, but none of you ever made the trip up to Malra in that time period. Like, especially with e- you being in the orphanage, like, yeah, Evie okay. would not have made the trip up with yeah. all the kids. Makes sense. Gibbs pauses and says, You know, I bet they're doing a whole bunch of cool stuff and having a lot of fun. I wouldn't doubt that. The ocean is a wondrous and wild place. Have you read stories about the ocean before? Well, I don't... I read a little bit about the ocean, but I've been reading more about space lately. Ah. Did you know the gods are aliens from other planets? (laughs) Gibbs. She has this book on her lap, and she pulls a bookmark out of nowhere, places it in the book, closes it, and puts it on like a bedside table. And she looks at you and says, I was somewhat aware of that. You were? Yes. How? Well, I have done a lot of research in my time, and there has been a lot of evidence to suggest that the gods exist in other places. So, so if you know that, do you also know about your mind room? My what? Your mind room. It's like your room, but in your mind, and it shows you all the stuff. That, like, could exist, but but you're not allowed to see it. And there's this person named Ariana. She looks at you again and just says, my what? (laughs) 
I've never heard of a mind room before, but I'd love to hear you explain it to me. Well, there's a space station in a world that's not a world because it's in your mind. And it has a person called Ariana who shapeshifts into toys. And there's a bunch of orbs, apparently, that I need to get. And I already have one. And um, and there are all those inventions, like I was talking about, except I wasn't able to see them because I got kicked out of my own mind room. She listens patiently. Love her. And she nods when you finish. And she says, well, if it's your mind room, couldn't you just go back there? Do you think I can? Probably. If it's yours, then you could probably go back. Hmm. I think I'll try to go back tonight. I think you have to be sleeping. That would make sense. Uh, According to much research, your subconscious mind is capable of many things. You just have to trust it. And mine must be capable of even more things, because I'm smarter than everyone. Ghibli. I'm smarter than almost everyone. Thank you. But you and I know that. It's not nice to say that to other people. I didn't say it to other people. I said it to you. Yes, but just remember, don't say that to other people. Fine, even though it's true. It is true. I agree with you. You are incredibly smart. But the best thing about being young is that people underestimate you. They think you're helpless and small but you can always prove them wrong. And the best joy is seeing the look of surprise on their face when you prove them wrong. I mean, I guess, sure. Well, that's just my opinion. I have proven many a man wrong in my lifetime. Okay. Um, do you have... (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any books about artificial intelligence? Mm, Artificial intelligence... Um, I do believe that you're reading the only book I brought with me, unfortunately, but there are some other books by that same author. I believe that the book you hold is part of a series. (gasps) It's a series? As far as I know. But they finished the main plot point. What's left? Well, I believe that there are three books. Uh, What you hold is the first one. I don't know about the other two, though. I don't have them in my library. They might be here, though. The city has a wonderful library. Have you been there? No, but I'm about to go there. All right. Let's go, then. And she hops off up and dusts off her long skirt, uh, looking very librarian slash grandmotherly. And she looks at you and says, Would you like to bring your big robot, whose name I haven't learned yet? Oh, it's Cinderella. Interesting name choice. Well, it's like the story. You know the story. Which story? The one, you know, with the bear turning into a bear every night, but she's a princess. That's not the Cinderella story that I know. The story that I know, she is a teenager in high school, and there's a ball, and she gets a dress as a gift from her aunt, and then it gets torn up, and then she ends up dating the prom queen. Are you sure? She's also a (laughs) T-Rex. I can make Cinderella a friend, and her name can also be Cinderella. Wouldn't that be a little confusing? No, one of them will be a T-Rex. 
That is true. This conversation continues on the way to the library. And we're going to cut over to our good friend Vayu. What's your plan? You have two sisters and your mother. Yeah, we got a whole crew rolling up. I was thinking that I would take them on a like a little bit of a tour of the city, kind of cash. They would probably stop at the big waterfall and be like, and this is the water that we brought back to the city. Yeah, it's pretty cool. They might like, I think they would just kind of like point out places that they've been, tell some stories, catch up their mom, mostly kind of similar to Holland. Yeah entertain the youngins but they also have each other Mm -hmm. i have a question for you just based on what you've been saying are you kind of retracing the steps of your date i would say yes mostly because Vayu's not the best direction and i don't know if they would know many other ways to get around the city (laughs) okay so they'd be like here's here's the park here's the waterfall here's the dog diner Etc. Et you know, maybe that would be their end goal is the dog diner. Okay. I think that I think that their sisters would like that. Mm-hmm. So your sisters are kind of walking ahead of you, chatting and gabbing about all the different things that they're seeing in the city. They're both very animated. You do notice a few things uh, with your sisters. Somehow, Amala looks a little taller than you last saw her. How dare she grow? How dare she grow? Rhea now has like bandages wrapped up her arms but they don't look like healing bandages they look more like the type of bandages that fighters use oh but your mother and you are kind of just chatting and catching up is there anything you'd like to say to her before she says things i'll let her speak first okay after you go through a lot of what you've been up to and a lot of stories she kind of interrupts you more or less or puts up a hand to indicate that she has something to say and she looks at you and says Vayu have you your your message about the lantern right what is going on with that how do you even know about it so funny story uh I don't I don't think I quite got to the end of the the water story remember I kind of was jumping around you know told you about the water arms all that as you do yeah, you know, sorry. No, storytelling. So, the end of the matter is that the way that we got out of this situation with the volcano is this this steam person. We wanted to end it peacefully and we had to remove Volcar from the situation and we were kind of desperate. We'd been fighting a lot and it was hard and we were tired. Our shields were low, and it was a lot. So they they offered to fix it for us, and despite my better judgment, I agreed. And I, it is not my best moment, but I made a deal with some steam people. But the the what I was going to say was that uh, I was talking to them, and they brought it up. They just asked me about it, and. Uh, they were like, do you, do you know anything about it? And I was like, I have no clue what you're talking about. They seemed, like, convinced that I would know something, but it kind of went over my head. So you're not telling her that you need to steal it? Not yet. We'll see. <laughs> I'm not going to have you roll a deception, because you technically just avoided the truth. And as you're walking, she says, 
in a very quiet voice. What was their name, Bayou? Um, Skaldrin. And she glances towards you, and then, like, glances away, like, very quickly, and says, Did, did they say anything else? Yeah, they... I wanted, I wanted to talk to you about this, because they said that they, they know mom, and that they gave me to her. I, I, they, they told me that they could talk to me more about it, and they gave me a card. I don't, I'm really, I don't trust them. I don't like them. I don't like what they do. I don't like how they operate, and I hate that I collaborated with them in any way, and I don't, necessarily want to listen to them but i also have been curious about where i came from for so long that it's it's hard you know to ignore the opportunity i don't know i need your advice as you drop all of this like as you say all of this she looks at you and says well we had hoped that your mom and i had hoped that we would talk to you about this when she got back. Are you going to tell me I'm adopted? Because I, I got that part. No, no, not <laughs> that part. The given to us by the child of a god part. Right. Vayu, I... You, 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 you lead this conversation. What, what, what do you want to ask me? I, I don't... I want you to tell me what happened because I don't want to rely on this creep for information i don't like them and i don't want to owe them anything more than i already do i'd rather hear what happened from your perspective well you probably don't remember this but i wasn't around when you were given to your mother i was with someone else um and as you know that person is amala's biological parent but i know what Sachi has told me. Sachi and Skaldrin have had a lot of interactions over the years, especially in regards to the item that you know of, the Lantern of Elements. There were a lot of deals that were made back and forth, until finally Skaldrin made another deal. They do that, I've noticed. Yes, except this time it wasn't Sachi needing help. It was Skaldra needing help. They had you, and you were just a baby wrapped in cloth that we'd never seen before, or at least that she'd never seen before, and Skaldron said that if Sachi took you in as her child and raised you, that Skaldron would owe Sachi one favor. And at first, it was just a, a small thing, but... Sachi was happy to be a mother. She was so happy to have you, and to be honest, at that point in her life, she was looking for a purpose, and you... you became that purpose. Everything she does, she does for you and Amala. Everything I do is for you and Amala, and now Rhea also. But that, that, that's what happened. We don't know anything about your past, or at least I don't. And I don't believe your mother does either. She she never hid anything from me. Thank you. This this information isn't life changing, luckily, but I'm just I'm just so worried that I'll talk to them that I'll give in and say something and they'll 
tell me something that kind of ruins my perception of everything. And I don't know. I don't know if staying ignorant is better. Vayu, if you want to talk to your birth mom or your birth parents, you can. We're not going to stop you from having that relationship, but I hope you know that we still love you. I, I don't think of my birth parents as... They're just people that brought me into the world. You you have always been my real family, forever and always. I'm just curious, I guess. I want to know why. How did I end up with Scaldron, of all people? It's so... It doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. I don't know either. What I do know is that we'll figure it out. As we always do, as as a family, and and... And that no matter what happens with it, that if you want to go after this, if you don't want to go after this, we'll be there for you no matter what. Thank you. I know that your mom's going to be home soon, too. I really, really miss her. She's going to be so impressed with how much you've grown. You can make water arms now. She couldn't even do that. That's true. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hug her with all four <laughs> arms. It'll be really impressive. Don't worry, if if anything goes wrong, Scaldron still owes her that favor. Still? Still. Hmm. She can get back here. That's a good thing to keep in mind. Th- thank you for supporting me. Whatever I end up doing, I'm going to keep you in the know the whole time. I don't... I would never do that behind your back. Vayu, this entire time that you've been talking to your mother, you've kind of noticed things in the background but you haven't really been paying too much attention to you, uh, to it. But now you've noticed that your sisters are both looking at you with sinister grins in their eyes. Uh-oh. And Amala looks at you and steps forward and says, Vayu, we have made a decision. I'm prepared. We want you to fight us. Okay. Continue. What are, what are, the, what are the stipulations here? You. Right. Against both of us. Fair. Whoever loses has to do the chores for the next month. But you know that I... You know what? Okay, I'll take it. I might owe you a month of chores, but it'll come out eventually. I mean, you're coming home after this week. Right. Yeah. I mean, the trial and everything's supposed to happen, and then you're gonna come home. Right. Okay. Rhea walks up to you and says... And guess what? I have been training with Tulio. No way! Yeah. I don't know elemental stuff, but I know how to punch real good. I'm so proud of you. And? And. And she looks at Amala for confirmation. Amala gives her a little nod and she says, I'm gonna kick your butt. (gasps) You're on. They shake hands. We're gonna pause there. We can go a little further, uh, because there is one more scene I want to continue with. Ghibli, there's more stuff going on with you. Want to continue with yours? Sure. Gibbs, you and Miss Ethel travel through the town. You can see that the town is bustling and busy. Vendors are setting up. It very much reminds you of right before the Festival of the Empress. But the Unity Festival is bigger. And you are in a bigger city. And this is a lot of people. People do make way for you and your seven-foot-tall robot, though. So, just gonna throw that out there. Um, A lot of people look in amazement. 
Some children gasp or scream and run away. But you eventually make it to the library. You walk in through these enormous dark mahogany doors and you approach the front desk. And the person sitting there is someone familiar to you. Because sitting there looking enormous behind this tiny reception desk in a shirt with ripped off, a button up shirt with ripped off sleeves is Queon. Queon? Little Gibbs, what are you doing here? What am I doing here? What are you doing here? Oh, well, I work here when I'm not wrestling or being a guildmaster. Well, I don't work here, but I'm looking for stuff. She puts her fingertips against each other in a very conspiratorially look, leans forward down to the edge of the table, looks at you and says, What kind of stuff? Gibbs mimics her mm-hmm. and says, Artificial intelligence stuff. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. There's a lot of, like, theory kind of books, but there's not many about actual artificial intelligences. Would you like to learn more about the theories? You could also read some fictions about it. Well, actually... Do you have anything by D.B. Arlo? D.B. Arlo. D.B. Arlo. Yes, we do. I believe we have their entire Novaluxor series. <gasps> or at least the three books that have already been released. There's apparently a fourth one that's being worked on. Gibbs turns to Miss Ethel and says, There's a fourth one! Miss Ethel says, ah, I truly was not expecting there to be a fourth one. I was not aware of this. Um, and Queen says, would you like me to tell you where those are? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, she gives you some directions. And you follow those directions down these enormous aisles of books. I'm talking, like, taller than even Queen. Like, Queen would need a ladder to get the top shelf. This place is regal and extravagant, but... Not in a over-the-top sort of way, but in a very understated and beautiful way with these glowing crystals that float over tables and there are people quietly reading. You eventually reach the place where Queen has pointed you to, and it's towards the back near a fiction section. And you climb up a ladder... That is made for someone of your stature, of course. And you find the first book, The Rise of Novaluxor. The second book. The second one is entitled The Destruction of Crobe. And the final book is entitled Resurrection of the Fallen. Cool. Before we go further into that, I want to cut away from your scene. Because I remembered something very important. Holland, Hi. you and Quinn and Floor, after your long conversation, are having a lovely day. You have left the park, walking around the city, probably looking for a bite to eat since it is noon-ish. When something happens, I need you to roll me a religion check. That's a six. Holland, until I tell you again, you lose access to your highest level spells. 
you feel something in the air itself change around you. You feel your body sort of, it's like you weaken slightly. That connection with Forge gets pulled a little further away and you lose access to those spells. And then without warning, you hear a voice in your head. It's Trevain. And he says, Holland, can you hear me? Yes, what just happened? There's another prophet in town. Oh, do you know which one? It's the prophet of dust. Hey everybody, it's Sam, your favorite prison pal. And if I'm not your favorite prison pal, then don't tell me because I will be sad. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Your continued uh, listening and support means the world to us, everybody on the Prison Pals team. Uh, so thank you. Um, if you are interested in supporting us even more, you can do so by spreading the word of our show. You can tell a buddy, text them about it. You can share our posts on Twitter. Really, just getting the word out there contributes a lot and it helps us build this community around prison pals that of love and acceptance and support so please uh do that and then if you want to get in contact more with the cast you have a couple of ways of doing that and you can one message us on twitter at prison pals or you can join our Discord, which you can also find the link to on our Twitter. And on that Discord, you can talk not only to the cast, but to other Prison Pals listeners as well. It's a wonderful supportive community that we have on there, and I appreciate everybody there. Um, so yeah, please do that. I want to talk to you and meet all of you. Um, but before I move on, here is the Artist Spotlight, which... <laughs> Fun fact, I actually recorded months ago, then I forgot I had it, so this is actually past Sam from months ago with the artist spotlight that I thought we released months ago. So to our artist, I'm sorry it took this long, I legitimately thought we released this already. Hey everyone, it's Sam. I feel like it's been so long since I've done one of these, so I'm really excited to be back to share another wonderful artist with you guys. So the artist this week is M. Simon. Uh, M. Simon, also known as Doodle All Day on many of her social platforms, uh, is an illustrator. She does a bunch of drawings. <laughs> um, but her style is a little different than what we have spotlighted in the past. Uh, so like we have a bunch of really, really wonderful... Um, like character illustrators, you know, a lot of people make these amazing, uh, like D and D character spreads, sort of thing. Um, but Simon's illustrations, they're simpler. There's not a lot of character design. Uh, she does do some portraits and uh, things like that, but it's kind of more slice of life. Uh, if that's the best way I can explain it, um. But what I really, really, really love about her style is that lately she's been doing a series of these illustrations that consist of like, like one continuous line that, you know, comes together to make an image. Uh, I, I'm not sure if that makes sense. I kind of call it cursive drawing, but 
you know, it, it whatever. You'll have to check it out to see what I mean for yourself. Um, but what's really cool about how she does that is that when she uses that technique to draw portraits and to draw people, um, it really gives it all a very uh, Picasso look. Very abstract, and I think it is the coolest thing. So please go and check it out because we haven't had an artist who's done that yet. And it'd be really cool to support her. She is also accepting commissions. So since it is the holiday season, uh, currently, almost, depends on what you consider the start of the season, uh, maybe consider commissioning her for some wonderful artwork of, I don't know, friends and family or whatever. You can find her uh, in a couple of different places. One of them, you can find her on Instagram and Facebook at Doodle All Day, but with an extra Y at the end. So at Doodle All Day Y on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and she also has a website, uh, which is uh, com slash website. So again, that's Doodle All Day with the extra Y dot Wixsite, W-I-X-S-I-T-E dot com slash website. So please go check her out. I love her work. It's very cute and very cool. And yeah, that's M. Slyman, aka Doodle All Day. And also remember, if you are interested in being spotlighted at the end of a Prison Pals episode, or you have a friend who wants to be spotlighted, feel free to go fill out our application. We will accept any sort of content, whether it's illustrations like Simon's, or maybe you have a podcast, or maybe you like to write, or maybe you review podcasts or review artwork, or maybe you're an actor, you really literally anything. If you don't think it counts, it probably does, so you should send in an application anyway. But that's it for me. I thank you all for listening, and I say go check out Simon's work. And that's it. Bye! And there it is! Now we've actually released that artist spotlight. So I hope you go check her out and support her and all that she does. But anyway, thank you all again for listening. Your support means the world to us. Um, normally at this time we would plug our Kofi and Patreon, but knowing that not a lot of people are able to work, I am not going to do that. Instead, I'm going to take this time to encourage everybody to be safe with the coronavirus everywhere. It could be a very scary world, but as long as we do our part to stop the spread of the virus, then hopefully things will be okay. So stay inside, don't go out unless you need to, wash your hands, don't shake hands, and just be safe, guys. So I hope everyone's doing what they can. I hope everyone is as healthy as possible. And if you need some entertainment during your self-isolation, I don't know, give Prison Pals a re-listen. I don't know, tell a friend if they're bored to listen to us. I really shouldn't be using the coronavirus to plug our show, but... eh. You do what you can, right? Is this appropriate? I don't know. Um, you can decide and then tell me on Twitter or on Discord. Okay, I'm done. That's it. Love you all. Bye.